Greetings from Austin, Texas, and welcome to Leadership Subject Matters, podcast with leadership subjects that matter. Hi, I'm Terry Kaler, your leadership coach and host of the show. This is episode number three, and today's topic is executive presence. During this episode, I will be talking about what it means to have executive presence and why it's important. I will also share six things you can do to exhibit executive presence. As a reminder, you can find a written copy of this podcast on my website at tkaler.com. There, you will also find some additional material on other leadership and personal development topics. If interested, you can submit questions by using the Ask Terry menu option. I will answer those questions in future podcasts. Let's get started. I recently came across an excellent article which included a survey on executive presence. The target audience for the survey were high-level executives. It was commissioned by Sally Williamson & Associates, a firm out of Atlanta that does personal development. The objective of this body of work was to gauge the importance of executive presence in the workplace. The results of the survey support my belief about this topic. They found that 89% of high-level executives believe that developing executive presence helps people get ahead. 78% of them say that lack of executive presence will hold people back. Surprisingly, 98% of the executives who were surveyed also admitted that their own skills were not innate. It's really no surprise then that many corporate learning and development organizations focus on developing executive presence for their up-and-coming leaders. Throughout my career, I have found that individuals that exhibit executive presence have a significantly higher promotion rate, while those that don't stay behind. In fact, I recall various promotion discussions where executive presence was called out as the main reason why someone did not get a promotion. Developing executive presence transforms managers into respected leaders. Executive presence is the number one developmental request I get when I coach leaders. If you Google executive presence, you'll find a bunch of different definitions. To my knowledge, there's no standard definition. I've spent quite a bit of time defining the skills that define executive presence, and I've developed a comprehensive guide for my clients. Following is a list of six skills and behaviors that are needed to develop this valuable competency. Number one, listen better. Listening is a critical component of executive presence. Communication is a two-way street. Few people have issues with the outbound part of the exchange, while others struggle with the inbound flow. Some people want to dominate the room and showcase what they know before anyone else can steal their idea or thought. When they can't find the opportunity to insert their idea, they most often interrupt and say, that's what I was going to say. Listening to others' opinions before speaking our mind can bring incredible benefits. Speaking last allows us to process what is said, and it provides us the ability to craft insightful statements. Have you ever wondered why people with executive presence say the most insightful things? Well, now you know. Number two, emotional control. Poise is valued by the people we work with. Calmness creates a sense of trust and comfort among the team. Controlling our emotions allows the rational part of the brain to think through critical situations and process the information logically. Emotional control also helps us with a decision-making process. Rational decisions most often lead to better outcomes. 
For further development in this area, you might consider reading Emotional Intelligence 2.0. You can find a short write-up in my book recommendations section. Number three, appearance and body language. Even with a trend towards a more casual workplace, the old adage, dress the part, is still true today. If you want people to think you're an executive, then you should probably dress and act like an executive. You don't have to show up in a business formal attire every day. In fact, I don't recommend that. Find something reasonable and professional to wear. Body language is also a big component of your appearance. Read my article on personal product management to see why this is important. Dressing appropriately and having an open and welcoming body language goes a long way towards exhibiting executive presence. Number four, do the right thing. Successful executives represent the company first, then their function, then themselves. During meetings, try to focus on the topic and identify the impact on the company's financials, the customer, and the employees. In addition, evaluate how the competition will react. Doing so will also help people see that you are more strategic and you possess a visionary mind. I call this sailing the three C's. Company, customer, competition. Number five, energy and charisma. People with executive presence are upbeat, energetic, positive, and charismatic. They're engaging, they ask provocative questions, and listen attentively for long periods of time. Their positive energy is contagious and they're fun to be around. They often strike relationships at all levels and they're a positive influence across the organization. Number six, resilience. When presented with difficult problems, people with executive presence often up their game. They're very resilient and don't let the situation dominate their day and impact their mood. These individuals have a balanced approach. They have a way to keep going even when things are in their darkest times. I think we all agree that executive presence is beneficial for those of you trying to achieve higher levels of leadership. Poise and presence are mastered through self-awareness, focus, practice, and feedback. Listening better, controlling your emotions, minding your appearance, doing the right thing, having positive energy, and being resilient will show others around you that you can lead through all kinds of challenges. I hope this podcast has been useful and you will find a way to integrate this into your daily work and into your personal development. Now it's time for questions. As a reminder, you can submit questions through my website. Simply go to tkaylor.com and choose Ask Terry from the menu bar. Now let's get to some of the questions on this topic. Question number one, how do I know if I have executive presence or not? Well, the best way to find out whether or not you have executive presence is to get feedback from those you work with. Ask some of the people you work with to provide you feedback on these six behaviors that I mentioned earlier. Find out how well you listen, how much emotion you show when things are not going your way, including your body language, and whether or not you put the company first on your agenda. Ask them to be candid and to provide you with examples of when they saw the behavior and the associated outcome both positive and negative. Also, for recommendations on how to avoid the behavior going forward. Getting feedback is the only way to really know whether or not you possess this critical skill. As a side note, you can listen to my recent podcast on feedback for more information on how to properly receive, process, and use feedback. Question number two. 
I've been told that I'm not going to be promoted until I can show more executive presence. How long will it take me to develop it? Changing perception takes a very long time. Think about how long it took you to change your view on a product or a service that was defective. Or to change your opinion of a person that you work with. It takes a long time. Changing perception of you will require time, diligence, and discipline. I've seen people who are serious about changing their behaviors make this change in six to nine months. Sustainable change can take one or two years. There's no better time to start than today. Question number three. I've always believed that executive presence comes more natural to extroverts. I'm an introvert. Does this mean I can never have executive presence? Well, I don't agree that executive presence comes more natural to extroverts. There are parts of extroversion that may lend themselves more to executive presence, things like charisma or things like talking in public. Introverts have a lot of great skills as well. Introverts, for example, tend to talk less, reflect more. They're more stoic. The trick is to develop the whole package. It's not just about being engaging and charismatic. Many famous senior executives and politicians have introverted tendencies. Just Google that and find out. Remember that you can ask questions by visiting my website at tkaylor.com. Look for the Ask Terry option off the main menu. I'll be happy to answer any question you ask in an upcoming episode. Thank you for downloading or listening to this podcast. You can find others like it and you can subscribe to these podcasts by visiting my website. Choose subscribe to podcast from the menu. You'll see a few options including iTunes, Spotify, Google, Android, and others. I would also be honored if you could review this podcast or the series on your favorite podcast subscriber site. It would help me out a lot and it will provide me the needed information from which to make adjustments. Once again, thank you and have a great day. You've been listening to Leadership Subject Matters, podcast with leadership subjects that matter.